Welcome to the Filipino American Woman Project, also known as TIFA Project for short, a podcast show that features stories and life lessons told by American women of Filipino descent. We're your co-hosts, Jen Amos. And I'm Nani Dominguez. And thank you for joining us. If today's conversation resonates with you, text us and let us know at 415-484-8329. And if you want to show us some love, buy us boba at buymeacoffee.com forward slash Jen and Nani. It says coffee, but we love boba. Again, that's www.buymeacoffee.com slash Jen and Nani. Awesome. With that said, thank you all for your love and support. Now let's get into the show. Hey everyone, welcome back to, uh, what is this, the season finale of the Filipino American Woman Project and also the end of Filipino American History Month. I am your creator and co-host, Jen Amos. And of course, as always, I have my amazing co-host with me, Nani Dominguez. Nani, welcome back. (laughs) Welcome back, everyone. I can't believe that it's the end of the month already. We have the end of our season. We have the end of Filipino American History Month. We have Halloween. We have a whole bunch of stuff going on with Jen and I in our personal lives per usual. And (laughs) yeah, it's just crazy that this month has really flown by. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess the reason why I'm sort of starting this off with a somber tone is because I have mixed feelings about saying goodbye to you all for a while. Now, of course, you know, we'll get into how you can stay in touch with us, but at least in regards to the way that we run the show and how we have been running it for all this year, this is it. This is the final, final, you know, commentary that Nani and I are going to do before we go on winter break. And honestly, I don't know when we're going to come back. It's really going to be dependent on how our personal lives are are going. And, you know, also just, you know, how we feel about coming back and the direction that we want to take. But Nani, I thought I would ask you, how are you feeling too, knowing that this is going to be our last commentary recording for a while? Yeah, well, I think that the end of this season really marks like the evolution of the show. And when we say like, this is it, it doesn't mean that we're not coming back, we'll still be here. But mainly, I want to emphasize that we're going to be focusing most of our time and attention after this season finale on our private podcast platform, Christmas with Jen and Nani, which will continue on as regularly scheduled. So if you guys miss us, then you can find (laughs) us over there. And also, you know, we'll have more kind of interactive events going on there, such as we'll talk about this more in detail later, but like our book club that you guys can join. We're going to be reading Manila is in the Heart, Little Manila is in the Heart by Don Mabalon and doing like a book study once. I don't think we talked about the cadence yet, but it'll, anyway, we'll talk about it later, but it's going to be something that you guys can join in on. So events like that going over there on Christmas with Jen and Nani while here on Tifa, we're really going to be, like Jen said, reassessing the direction that we take the show when we come back, as well as the cadence. And that will all also depend on the feedback that we receive from you. So if there is something that you miss or that you really like about how we've been running the show thus far, let us know so that we know for when we come back, how we should approach that. Otherwise, again, you can catch us over there on biasboba.com on our private podcast platform, Christmas with Jen and Nani. 
Yes, absolutely. Thank you, Nani, for stressing that early on. I know we've been talking a lot about it this entire month and even before this month. But yeah, that's where we're going to be. You know, we as creators feel like we deserve to make a living <laughs> out of the work that we do. And if you feel the same way and you want to support Filipina-led media, then, you know, check us out at biasboba.com and support us on there. As a reminder, you can do a one-time bias one cup of boba or two or three or 20. We've had people bias 20 cups of boba at one point, or you could actually become a member. A member is really a monthly commitment. And that also gives you access to our private podcast show, Chismas with Jen and Nani. So we'll dive into more detail later, but I thought, Nani, we can start off this conversation by reflecting on what we've done this month and what people can anticipate even afterward. So I'm just going to kind of read through what we've done so far in just October alone. And feel free to like interject if you want to share some initial thoughts or, you know, reflections of that time. So Starting back at episode 126, which is the start of, you know, Filipino American History Month, we talked about this year's theme. We celebrate our third year, first and foremost, of doing Filipino American History Month together, as well as sharing this year's theme, which is 50 years since the first Young Filipinos Far West Convention. And so if you want to get a recap on what that's about, feel free to go back to episode 126. It just seems like that was so far away and really (laughs) less than a month ago. That's true. Yeah, I'm just like in awe at how much content we ended up pushing out for this month when we really, per usual, again, (laughs) approached it very casually, let's just say. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And you know, I want to let our listeners know, like what we mean, at least what I mean by, you know, how we produce casually is like, we kind of meet each other where we're at and show up and record anyway. It doesn't mean that we're just entirely winging it, although that is partially true. (laughs) But it's more about like, you know, allowing ourselves to not feel too rehearsed to be on the show. Because I think, you know, thinking about like, even how I was raised, it was always about like how you presented yourself, like coming out in the public as a quote unquote final product, you know, or finished product. And since we've been doing the show, I just broke that barrier. I was like, F that, I can't be perfect all the time. You know, like it causes me a lot of anxiety and all this stuff. And so, you know, I think at least for me, when I think of casual, that's how I feel. It's like, we, we obviously have a plan, we have objectives, but you know, we do our best to put everything out there, but not perfecting it. It's not like we come back and try to over perfect like what we've already produced. I think that's a good way to put it. And, you know, we came into this month with the objectives of just coming up with some really fun content that we hope that is really relatable and transferable to you guys and kind of what's going on in the community right now and the collective conversation that we're having as Filipino Americans in 2021 celebrating our our history. And I think that we succeeded in doing that. <laughs> I, agree, you know, I agree. With our casual approach and, you know, our unrehearsed nature. And I think that, again, that's why this show resonates with so many people, because we are just showing up as real people and being ourselves. You know, we're not, we're not acting like we're on like a TV talk show <laughs> or anything like that. It's just... It's just us. (laughs) Yeah, it's like literally just us recording and then Dennis like happening to make us sound good. So thanks, Dennis. So going back to the list of things we produced, that same week that we published episode 126, we also published episode 13 on Chismas with Jen and Nani, which once again, you can have access to if you become a member on biasboba.com. And this was a special interview that Nani and I did for a professor for their academic paper. And so it was an opportunity for us to, you know, reflect on the TIFA project and also talk about our academic paper, Panay Podcasters, which you can uh, read. It's available today at panaypodcasters.com. 
gmail.com. But that was really fun. You know, Nani, I always enjoy it when we get to be interviewed together through someone else. Yeah, it was just nice. I think a nice opportunity for like reflection and also to be interviewed by someone who is not part of the Filipino American community and kind of outside of our little world that we have created here virtually was also a nice kind of fresh perspective for us to give on this show and like what it means to us and how it's gotten to where it is today and all of that stuff. So it, it kind of just helped us like take a step back. It felt like, and, and look at it from like a larger scale. Yeah, absolutely. It reminds me of how Stacy had encouraged us to do our academic paper. Mm-hmm. And so this was a great way, like you said, to talk to someone who is not really part of our community and is not Filipino to, you know, like kind of look from the outside in and, you know, hopefully it'd be really cool when their <laughs> academic paper is out. Uh, it could be great to share that and know that we have been, you know, referenced <laughs> in someone else's uh-huh. paper, which I think is really cool. Yeah. And so the next episode that we released was episode 127 with Jessica Prudencio. And fun fact, we actually did this interview, I think way back in July, Nani. So yeah, it is just, this is like right before, like you were, you were still pregnant with Hero. And it's actually kind of crazy to think, actually. Like I remember when I, <laughs> when I published, I was like, oh my gosh, like this was literally months ago. Nani was still yeah. pregnant. And, I know. Yet, and yet that conversation is still so relevant, even though that was months ago. Absolutely. Yeah. When I listened back to it, I was like, wait, when did we do this? (laughs) Yeah. It just seems like such a lifetime ago. I just remember like, you know, in July and at this time I I was uh, in the middle of dealing with my 30 day notice, you know, at our poem. So there was like so much going on. And we just finished doing the Asian podcast festival with Lee Yuhara at the Asian American Podcasters Association. Just so much stuff was going on that month. Okay. And so it is like so bizarre to think that when, you know, when this show, when this episode published, I was like, oh my gosh, like that seems like such a distant memory. But either way, I very much loved like sharing that kind of final interview we did in the summertime. And especially Jessica sharing her story because, you know, she actually inspired me. I remember she said her parents said something like, you know, if you're going to pursue the arts, like you better get really good at it. Like you got to take it seriously. And I think that, you know, part of the insecurity that a lot of creatives (laughs) have getting into the creative space is maybe feeling like they can't create sustainable income. And so as a creator and creative myself, like hearing her story and how she's been able to make a living, you know, in the arts is just, it was just inspiring and it was great to listen to it again. Yeah. I think we called her or you named her in that episode, the practical artist or something like that. And Oh, the strategic um, artist. Yeah, yeah. strategic artist. Yeah. And I really like that. Um, It kind of summed up that there's this notion of artists kind of being, leading these very like fleeting lifestyles and not being very rooted in, you know, their like economic circumstance, I guess. And it doesn't have to be that way. And so I love the way that her story really brought reality to that journey that she's been on and the success that she's been able to find in figuring out the balance between, you know, rooting herself in life and also following her dream and how that all kind of stemmed from the support that she had from our parents, which not a lot of, like you said, creatives grow up with, at least in this culture. So yeah, I really appreciated that conversation. And I think that a lot of the people we've had on our show and a lot of our listeners are also creatives in their own respects. And so I hope that that was helpful for them if that's something that they're struggling with. Yeah, for sure. For sure. 
So the next week following after, we had two things that were released. So episode 128, which was really you and I, Nani, doing a quick like 15 minute recording, if you remember that week of like everything was going on, (laughs) everything was going on with you and I. And we're like, oh my gosh, okay, we have like a sliver of time to do this recording. At the same time, we actually released an exclusive interview that we did with Kirby Arolio, also known as Kriya Kirby, Modern Kirby, however you all want to like describe him. And his exclusive interview was released on Christmas with Jen and Nani, episode 14. And so any initial thoughts on just that crazy week alone, Nani? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that our time and attention that week obviously went to, to Kuya, but I really enjoyed interviewing him. He's someone that I have followed on YouTube for a while, and I recommended him you know, to you. And I've sent his channel to like several of my friends and family members. And I just think that he puts out such cool content and to learn that, you know, the back, his background and kind of where he gets all of this content comes from like real stories from his family and, you know, the culture bearers that, that have passed those oral histories down to him, which is really special, you know, in addition to helping all of us learn about our roots and kind of hear from our elders in a certain way, you know, for those of us who don't have elders to tell us these stories. It's also like such a special way for him to document his family's legacy, which was cool to learn about. So yeah, that was just a really great interview. And so we hope that you guys will join in on that if you're also a fan or enjoyed that interview. And we hope that you all joined us for the part two of Kirby's collaboration with us, where we did our coloring book, family fun activity with his books, Know Your Roots, and I think Color Your Roots. We sent out a newsletter where you can find the link to get those if you want to check those out or follow along with that episode. But he basically walked us through a history lesson of the pre-colonial Penai, and we made it a fun, interactive activity kid-friendly, family-friendly with these coloring books, which is really fun for me because I love to color (laughs) and all do all artsy things, arts and crafts. That's right up my alley. So that was also a really special event to me. And yes, if you didn't already see that, go to biasboba.com and become a member so that you can check that out. Yeah, especially like even though it may be available live, uh, the replay may be available publicly, it's only available for a limited time. As you all know, hopefully by now, we often take down those live videos and archive them in Christmas with Jen and Nani. So um, actually, fun fact, uh, Nani, when I was at the Sheep Podcast Conference back in Scottsdale, so that one week where I said I was going to be in a different time zone, I might as well just share where I was at now. And you yeah. all can actually get a pre-recorded replay of my presentation at PanayPodcasters.com at the very bottom where it says PSS, BT dubs. But one of the activities we did in person was a coloring book activity. So it was one of like the social, yeah, it was one of the social events where it's like, oh, come here for two hours. You know, you can color with us. And we have like these outlines. What what do you call the color, the thing you, (laughs) the pictures? Yeah. They gave us pictures. Yeah. The sketches. Thank you. Yeah. So they gave us sketches. But the thing I learned though, if you're going to like totally get into coloring books is to not use crayons because she only, like the lady there only had crayons. And I think that's probably what she was able to budget for. But like, it was just like so hard to get into like the fine, you know, the tiny uh, shapes and stuff. And so luckily before I came back, you know, to where I'm currently staying, I have colored pencils. So it was really cool to actually use colored pencils instead of crayons (laughs) for Kuya Kirby's coloring books. So just a tip for anyone, if you're 
interested in coloring books, colored pencils is the way to go. I mean, I feel like people probably already knew that, but I had to learn that the way that I did. So there you go. (laughs) Pencils are markers. I have been a huge fan of adult coloring books for years and years and years, like decades. Well, I'm not that old, but like a decade. (laughs) (laughs) For some time. (laughs) Yeah, for some time. Let's just say that. And I have always bought adult coloring books, you know, from like Michael's or Amazon or wherever, because that's actually something I enjoy doing while I like listen to a podcast or listen to music or, you know, like how you said you play Tetris or, you know, you have to knit or something while you're listening to podcasts or audiobooks or whatever. I prefer to, to color. And then you have like fun pictures. So yeah, that was fun. And I hope that you enjoyed it too. Yeah, absolutely. And so actually to our listeners today, if you want to watch the replay and even get access to Kirby's coloring books, we actually have a promo code for you to get 15% off of ordering his books. Just use the promo code TJN as in Christmas Jen and Naughty. So Christmas with Jen and Naughty. So really it's TJN. I feel like that's a lot of acronyms like TWJ. Anyway, let me say it again. So the promo code is TJN15 and TJN stands for Christmas Jen Naughty as in Christmas with Jen and Naughty. So that's Christmas. Yeah. So that's TJN15. Go ahead and use that promo code when you visit his website, Kirby Aurelio, kirbyaurelio.com. I'll go ahead and provide the link for you in the show notes as well as the promo code. But if you do want to get access to that coloring book and what we experienced yesterday, the fun that we had yesterday, go ahead and take advantage of that. That'll be in the show notes and it'll be available according to Kuya Kirby till December. So it's a limited time (laughs) for you all to uh, support a creative such as uh, Kirby and also participate in watching the replay of our show while it's still available and online. Yeah. Anyway, that's it. I'm going to go ahead and move forward. Any, Any other thoughts, Nani, before I move on? No. Okay, cool, cool. All right. And so, so yeah, yesterday was a ton of fun. Just super grateful for the time that Kirby spent with us, even in this month alone. Um, actually, when we did our first recording with him, he did it immediately after he did a keynote speech <laughs> to kick off the month yeah. of Filipino American History Month. So just super grateful for you, Kirby, for having spent time with us. And thank you again for your time yesterday. And again, as a reminder to our listeners, you can have access to his coloring books and books in general at a discounted price if you use our promo code TJN15. All right, moving ahead. Episode 129, we actually did this with your cousin, Kiani Dominguez, one of the first Dominguez that had been on our show. I mean, as far as, 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 far as I know, other than your dad, obviously, who was also, we did an exclusive <laughs> interview on Chismas with Jananani, but it was really fun to bring her on. I think she was such a great addition to this month. I mean, not just the fact that she's your cousin, but just the fact that she's a fifth grade teacher and yeah. she has been through PEP, which is through Ate Allison's uh, PEP program, which stands for Panay Educational Partnerships. And the fun oh, thing is Panay is the A sign is actually an at sign to include Panoy and Panay in it. And I was like, oh, that's why people do that. I always thought that was just I'm people trying to be so cool. creative. I would not have registered that if she hadn't explained that. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, I just thought that people were just trying to be cool and use slang, you know, like, but um, yeah. it was so fun to have spent time with her and also to do that via video because she was able to to share, you know, when she taught her uh, students tinickling as well as the the cloth, like the blanket that she was wearing in the video. And so if you haven't listened to that yet, I encourage you to watch the YouTube version, which we do provide in the show notes of that episode. And I also just really enjoyed, Donnie, actually how long that interview went, because it's been a while since you and I actually interviewed someone. Just like we said, the last episode with Jessica was like, you know, back in July. So it was nice to to do that and to spend time with her and, and hear her story 
story and, and how she's making a difference today in the educational system, at least in the Bay Area. Yeah, I love, I'm just honored that, you know, she's a part of my family and that I have access to her because, you know, like she was saying, there's not a lot of opportunities for like Filipino studies in schools in general. And also for her to be able to teach little kids that is like so, so special, especially now that we're all having kids. (laughs) (laughs) So definitely going to bestow that honor upon her to pass down (laughs) all her knowledge and teach her ways to all of her nieces and nephews. And yeah, I love that we did the video as well. She came ready and prepared. And I know she already, you know, had already done up her classroom a lot for Filipino American History Month. And I think we even had someone email us saying that they were trying to watch the YouTube video and like write down all the books that were in the background. So I know that she was putting on for the culture with all those resources that she was sharing, both directly and indirectly via you know, the, her, her setup there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the whole product placement thing. Like I took that for granted yeah. too. And so it's great to hear that. Yeah. So, you know, thank you, Nani, for bringing on your cousin and, you know, shout out to Kiani for, you know, joining us and, and everything. And once again, that is episode one. one episode yeah. Episode one, two, nine. Perfect. And so last but not least this week, as we mentioned, we had such a wonderful time with Kirby yesterday doing Coloring Our Roots uh, via Facebook Live and YouTube Live. And like I mentioned, that is still available if you want to watch the replay and you could take advantage of our promo code TJN as in Chismas Jen Nani, number 15. So TJN15, if you go visit his website, Kirby Aurelio and purchase the books and participate with us, or even just, you know, use that as your own self-care when you're listening to a podcast or, you know, an audio book. But anyway, that went on yesterday. Today, we actually are releasing another exclusive Chismas with Jananani episode, which was a wonderful, wonderful conversation that we had with your best friend, Nani. I just feel like we have everyone in your life just being on our show. <laughs> but so shout out to Caitlin Demacion for first and foremost, you know, putting the emotional work, I think, and the time and space to read a book such as America yeah. is in the Heart by Carlos Bolasan, which actually to this date, it's almost been a century since this book has been out. But in reality, you know, Carlos was around a century ago and he documents his life story essentially in this book, which ended up getting published in the 1940s, you know, right, right around the time that Pearl Harbor hit. And so this really was about the Monong generation, about our grandparents. And so it was just so great that Caitlin had encouraged us to, you know, read it with her and talk about it. So Nani, any thoughts from you in regards to, you know, that conversation and that experience with her? I think it was just such a great opportunity for us. I think that we really enjoy like discussing these subjects and these topics that come up, especially when it comes to like intergenerational patterns and trauma and all that kind of stuff. But I think it was nice to have those conversations from a like historical perspective, especially from someone who enjoys, you know, learning about history. She is like a history buff. She loves to like travel and learn about the history of the places she goes and like all about different cultures and stuff. And so for her to take the time to dive into this book with us, like I said, in that episode, this book is really like a rite of passage for all Filipino Americans looking to connect with their ancestral roots. And especially for those of us in California or who have lineage of family members that migrated to California, just a really special story to learn about. And I had read the book previously, like probably a year or so ago and completely kind of forgot about it. And so reading it for a second time, I just 
kind of saw it in a whole different light and especially getting to dive into like the subjects that we all took note of. It was just like reading it all over again for the first time, you know, because there was a lot of things that I hadn't considered that either you pointed out or she pointed out. And it was nice to kind of dive into those things again from a historical perspective rather than like our perspective today, you know, which is what we normally talk about is how this affects us and our generation and our community that we're in right now. But one thing that's really important to dive into as well, especially for those of us who don't have access to our elders anymore for whatever reason or are estranged from our families for whatever reason, it's important to learn about these stories and dissect them to get that context that we don't have and maybe further our understandings of why things are the way that they are for our generation today. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so grateful that we, you know, read that book because there was like two things that stood out to me. First and foremost, it gave me an idea of what my grandpa may have probably experienced when he was in California at that time. I know very little about him. In fact, you know, all I know is that, you know, him and my grandma were like 30 years apart in age and he had been in California at one point. And then when my mom and my dad met, like he had already passed you know, so it was only my grandma that was still around and she had already passed already in the recent years. And so, you know, that part of my history, my past is completely unknown other than, you know, my mom mentioning, oh yeah, like your grandpa was in California for a little bit, (laughs) you know, like that's like all I know. So, so it's interesting. Like I, in a way I, I think about my grandpa when I read that book. The second thing is how much I loved in our conversation, how much we like really, I guess, projected our ideas of feminism and womanhood to Carlos's mom and his relationship with her mom or with his mom. The jar conversation that we had when she bought herself that expensive jar, which I want you all to, you know, obviously become a member on Chismas with Jen and Nani and BiasBubble.com to hear this conversation. But, you know, just that small chapter about her buying this expensive jar and us kind of wondering today, like, why is it our moms and our aunties are all about materialism, all about buying the expensive Gucci bags and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. And so they're actually, in in our opinion, we feel like there's a lot of parallel, you know, to that story. Carlos is mom. And so it actually gives me a deeper appreciation for why my mom's a hoarder, you know, and like why she keeps everything even from our childhood, like still in the house till this day. And one thing I find really impressed, one thing I find really impressive about my mom, Nani, is that like she has a house full of renters and she has a garage full of things. And yet she can still park both of her cars in her garage. Like that is like how good she is. (laughs) Yeah. She's very organized and, and has found a way to like keep all of our childhood memories like in our house in that way and this book really got me to appreciate like why my mom you know is the way that she is and and even for myself like why I like to hold on to you know things that are of sentimental value like even though I'm currently you know traveling and stuff like we have storage space where there are some things in there like if I lose any of that like that's it like I'm done with life you know like I cannot like that whatever I have any sentimental value I have in that storage unit is like a part of my identity you know, and so, and now I have a deeper understanding as to why, you know, like, like just materialistic things um, could be of value to people, including, especially our moms and our aunties. Yeah. Yeah. And so that is out today. That just got published on Christmas with Jen and Nani. So just as a reminder, if you want to have access to that conversation, visit us at biasboba.com and become a member. So one of the most exciting things that came out of that experience is the fact that, you know, first of all, I love having Caitlin on the show. She's been on our show for, for the third time already. And every time she talks, just like what you had mentioned in, in our past conversations is I just love 
to me, it feels like whenever she speaks, it's so poetic and passionate and articulate. And I just want to keep hearing her talk, <laughs> you know, like, I feel like every time, like, especially when we're talking about America's in the heart, I would ask her a question and then she would get into this really detailed, inspiring, you know, like description of and response really, that really made me feel like I need to do something like it almost felt like a call to action every time she talked. And this is what we tend to find whenever we bring past guests on the show is we find collaborative opportunities. And so with that being said, Nani, would you like to share what we plan on doing with Caitlin now moving forward? Yes. So if you guys listen to that episode, then you know and see why I love her so much, why she's been my best friend for over a decade. And she's like my life partner, because not only does she show up that way, you know, in when she learns and reads and does analyses, analysis of things like this, like book studies, but she's this way, you know, in her real life, in her personal life too. And she's just this natural born like storyteller. And I really appreciate, you know, I'm a very forgetful person. If anyone knows me, you know, I'm the best person to like tell a secret to because I will forget it in five seconds and (laughs) never tell anyone because I won't remember that you told me. And I don't even remember things about my own life, like big events in my own life. And so I'm really fortunate to have her, you know, be there with me over the last 10 plus years and kind of I've used her as like (laughs) the way that I document everything that's happened in my life because she's the one that retains it and then she'll tell it back to me in this like poetic way, like you said, to where like I really think she should write like screenplays and stuff for like movies and TV shows because she's just, she does that so organically and so easily and it's very captivating, like her kind of reflection on things that she absorbs is is really captivating and substantial. So yes, I hope you all enjoyed that conversation. If you haven't already checked that out, definitely go on biasboba.com to get access to that. And with that said, we all enjoyed that conversation so, so much. And actually just, you know, doing something fun, like reading a book together and I think it was really eye-opening for us. Like I said, I had read that book before, but there was a lot of things that I didn't catch or notice the first time. And so it was really helpful to do our kind of brainstorm sesh before we recorded that and bounce the notes that we all took off of each other and discuss it a little bit before we actually got on and recorded. So we decided we want to like keep doing that and we want to include you guys in that too. And I know that a lot of people have asked us, you know, over the past couple of years, if we would be willing to do a book club. And this was kind of our first trial run of like a a book study that we did. And it turned out so good that we decided, yes, we do want to start this book club, which you can have access to on Chismas with Jen and Nani on biasboba.com. So if you go on biasboba.com and you buy us at least one boba and just put in the comments, like I'm in or mention something about the book club, then we will share the details of our next book that we're going to be reading, which is Little Manila is in the Heart by Don Mabalon, which I think everyone knows, especially if you are familiar with Ate Allison or listen to her episode. That was one of her very dear friends. And it just seemed natural for that to be the next book in our cadence after reading America's in the Heart. So we will be doing that. And if you want to join in, and get the dates for when we'll be discussing them and kind of the breakdown of the timeline, then yes, visit us on biasboba.com and let us know. 
Yeah, absolutely. It's interesting because I do like that it's a, in a way, it's, it's a continuation of America is in the heart. Like the fact that it's titled Little Manila is in the heart and it's primarily based in the Bay Area. So it's really cool to continue that, you know, that study, especially if you also have read America is in the heart and you're looking for a good continuation um, after that. And so the book itself is pretty hefty. It's almost 500 pages. The good thing is that it's a three-part series. And so, you know, like Nani said, we'll get back to you on, you know, our schedule and what we're going to do. But essentially, we're thinking about having a discussion per part. <laughs> you know, so part one, we'll have it on this date. Part two, we'll have it on this date. So we would love, like, especially in the off season, if you still want to be in community with us and you want to grow with us and you want to be part of a conversation with us, an intimate setting via Zoom, obviously, because we're all still in this weird pandemic world in a weird way. But we would love to have you join us and participate and, you know, expand your mind and learn more about your culture. And more importantly, you know, support a Filipina author, right? Like we're here talking about supporting Filipina-led media. This is another piece of content that you can consume and digest and, you know, learn with us. And so once again, like Nani said, you can support us on biasboba.com. Whether you buy us one cup of coffee and notify us that you want to be part of the book club or you want to become a member, you can learn about how to do all of that at biasboba.com. I'm just excited, Nani, to, I think the book idea is really fun, but more importantly, I'm just excited to continue having conversations with you and with anyone that wants to have a conversation with us. And especially with Caitlin, I'm really excited to have her again and to hear what her take is on the book. And so for all of you, if you want to be a part of that, if you want to be in community with us, once again, you know, we would love to have you be part of our book club. One more thing I want to add, and of course, Nani, I want to get your thoughts is that I, in a weird way, I've been dreading something like this because I, in my mind, I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm an introvert. I'm not a group person. I don't want to facilitate yeah. this. But after having that dialogue with Caitlin, I was like, you know what? I can do this. Like I can do this. And especially if it's books that I want to read, you know, so I'm most excited for that and to really be into it. And we hope that we can share this experience with all of you. Yeah, I think what we've shied away from the idea in the past, because it seemed like a lot for us to carry. I think that we will both read, you know, our audiobooks from time to time, but we're not like avid readers. <laughs> right. Goofy, my best friend, she is an avid reader. She enjoys reading. She, you know, dives into books and like does this for fun. So it's nice to, for her to be the one to kind of carry it. Yeah. And also provide like the way, again, that she analyzes books and stories and just life events in general is so unique and so perspective and it's not as enjoyable to read a book by yourself and just have your own thoughts about it it's a whole different kind of game field when you're doing it with somebody like that in a group setting to where right. we can all jump in and and bounce ideas off of each other again and share what we think and also not just you know what happens in that conversation but after that conversation you know like after we read America's in the heart I'm like okay well how does Carlos's story like weave into my family's story right. you know like his generation I did the math and he was the generation before my grandparents and mm -hmm. so that kind of got me wondering like I'm always so hung up on their story and kind of my dad's migration story and the more like direct links to me but like what is our family's actual legacy? You know, if we were not, if my grandma and grandpa's families were not peasant farm workers like Carlos is, like what were they doing at this time? Like when Carlos and his mom are carrying these jars across the river, like where, right. what were my family doing? And it just kind of snowballs into this 
want to like explore my own identity all over again in like a different way. So again, it's, it's a completely different experience to read a book collectively than it is alone and appreciate that Fufi is down to, again, carry that process. Yeah, thank goodness. Because um, <laughs> we want to do it. <laughs> yeah, because we're not, that's not our thing. And also it is her thing. You know, it she is. enjoys doing it anyway. So we're just grateful that she's willing to kind of make that commitment for us. Yeah. And with us. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So Caitlin, shout out to you. I know you listen to the show. So shout out to you. We appreciate you. We love you. And we're so grateful and excited to be doing this with you. And again, to our listeners, if you want to be a part of this experience, if you want to be in community with us, especially in the off season, this is a way to do it. And it's actually, I'm going to say it out loud. It's really affordable. (laughs) So if you check out what it takes to buy us a cup of boba or even become a member, you're like, you know what? That's actually not bad at all. So once again, check us out at buyusboba.com. We would love to have you there. And, you know, especially if you feel like you're going to miss us, you know, we'd love to have you on and be in community with us in the off season. Also, um, last plug before we move on. Sorry. Yeah, 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 go ahead. I just want to shout out if you guys were also intrigued by Caitlin or Fufi, my best friend, and her kind of thoughts on the book and just her in general, her background and what she does, you can check out her website, CaitlinDemacian.com. C-A-I-T-I-L-I-N, three I's, Demacian, D-A-M-A-C-I-O-N.com. Yes, absolutely. And of course, you all can have access to that in the show notes as well. Actually, I thought it was kind of interesting. Caitlin's Caitlin's name is so unique to me because she has three eyes. Like I remember I always have to like fix the autocorrect from like fixing her name. You know, it's like, no, 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 there's an eye there. There's another eye <laughs> in the middle yeah. somewhere. And so I really, she, I really like how unique her name is. Yeah, it's the Irish spelling of the name Caitlin because she's, I, her mom is Irish and her dad was Filipino. So oh. Oh, a very representative name of her. Yeah. <laughs> her heritage. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That is that is a fun fact to know. So awesome, awesome. So anyway, that is like wow, Nani, that is a lot. Like we did a lot this month. And I have to say, I have mixed feelings about this, but overall I feel I like to say I feel relieved and grateful to you know, come to this end and to actually say to us, like, yes, it's okay to rest now. (laughs) Like, like, I feel like we put in the work, we worked through this during the pandemic, you know, and I'm just so grateful that we can come to a place where like, it's okay. Like not, not that it wasn't okay to rest, but even for me to say to myself, like Jen, you can rest now. Like you can take it easy. You can focus on other projects. You can focus on yourself. You can focus on your personal life drama, (laughs) you know, and I'm just, I'm glad. And, and yeah, but yeah, like, like I said, I have a lot of mixed feelings about it. Like I feel full. I, but at the same time, I'm like, uh, you know, this, I have this odd fear of like, am I going to be forgotten? And I know that we've had (laughs) listeners on our show reach out, say, no, you're not going to be forgotten. So I really appreciate, you know, our listeners for having reached out and, and giving us that reassurance. I just feel really proud of us. I feel really like proud of all the work that we have put out and also how we have kept kind of in integrity with our values and with the objective that we have on this show. You know, we're not just releasing content for the sake of releasing content. It's all been very intentional. It's all been very close to home. Um, It's all been very like relevant to the topics that we're discussing and trying to really dissect from new angles and different sides. So I feel accomplished. I feel good. I think that this break is well-deserved. And at the same time, I can't wait to come back already, you know? (laughs) Yeah, for sure. 
Yeah. And we'll see, you know, honestly, like at this point, we literally don't know when we'll be coming back. But of course, like we mentioned, if you want to stay in community with us, you can check us out at biasboba.com. Anyway, that is that. Thank you, Nani, for, you know, reflecting on this month with me, as well as just kind of this overall pandemic experience and how we've been able to push content anyway, you know, and just have all the experiences and interviews and projects and collaborations that we've had. Now, looking ahead, as we, you know, start to wrap up our conversation here today, which I don't, I'm trying to drag it out, but I do have stuff that we still need to talk about. One of the first episodes that's going to come out in Chismas with Jen and Nani, because, you know, like we said, after this month, we're not going to be producing on the Tifa project. However, we will still be producing content on Chismas with Jen and Nani on the, I think it's like the second Friday of November, episode 16. We are bringing on a- yeah, right. Yeah, we are. <laughs> we are bringing on a past guest all the way back from episode 16 on the Tifa project, Jana Lynn Umipig, who actually had the most downloaded or the most downloads for her interview way back when returning as a new mother as well, like Nani to catch up with us. I didn't even realize that she was going to be episode 16 on TJN and she was also episode 16 on TIPA. Like, oh my God. Yeah. yeah you just brought, you just got me to realize that too. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, what a coincidence, I guess. <gasps> but yeah. It, it really just brings back things full circle. She was by far, if you guys don't know who JL is, you can check out her Instagram at JL creator. And I know that when we released her episode and even, you know, through the later seasons as well, she was still our like most popular guest that we had on the Filipino American Woman Project. And we got feedback and responses from her episode, even like years after it was yeah. released. Like that was a very touching episode for a lot of people and still remains to be. So we wanted to bring her back, especially for Christmas with Jen and Nani, where again, we're reconnecting with the past guests that we have had and, you know, just checking in with them and really handing them the mic to tell us what's going on in their world and not just, you know, how we've learned about their family background and, you know, the lessons that they imparted on the TIFA community. Now we're really giving them the opportunity to dive into themselves, their work and giving them that platform to do that. So yeah, JL is a new mom. I think her baby girl is two months older than my baby hero and, or maybe a little less than two months, but it was a really refreshing conversation to have with her and to see how that has kind of changed her and yeah, how she's taking to, to motherhood and living with, um, or stay her, having her mom stay with her to help her with her baby and just leaning on her family and friends as a support system now to take care of a child versus what the dynamics of their relationship were like before. So it was a really interesting conversation. She always has great perspective to offer. And I just appreciated hearing her kind of reflect on that in real time. It was all very relevant for me, at least. <laughs> yeah, the key word there that you said is real time, right? That's one thing that yeah. I feel like I have always appreciated and admired about JL is that she brings us into her world and she is very candid and vulnerable and transparent about her experience. I mean, one thing she mentions on her Instagram, which you can check out at JL Creator is, you know, the fact that when her mom started to come over, she realized like, I haven't lived with my mom for 20 years. Okay. So there's a lot of like decolonization to do here, <laughs> like having mom with me. And I think that 
gets a lot of us reflective. I mean, I haven't lived with my mom for quite some time myself, not 20 years, but definitely for like at least over a handful of years now. And you know, it would be like for me to think like, I mean, I always thought that if I was going to have kids, my mom probably would move in. But like for JL to actually share publicly what that is like for her right now, you know, is amazing. And, you know, some people may visit her account or social media accounts and on the surface think that she's like, you know, let's say full of herself. But what I, what I love about what, if you actually really dive into her content, she's just being a real human being who's like just openly sharing her journey, which is not easy for a lot of people to do. Even for me, like I have dramatically pulled back from sharing my personal life on social media. And even if I do post something, I like take it down a couple days later. (laughs) Nadia, I'm like, I'm over it. Like, I don't want my personal life to be out there anymore, you know? So I just, I love how she really lets us in on her life. And I feel so grateful that, you know, which is crazy. I'm processing now the fact that, you know, she was episode 16 on the Tifa project and now she's episode 16 again on Chismas with Jen and Nani. This was not planned, you know, to spend some time with us and her new fancy microphone. She sounds a lot more clear now than she did when we first interviewed her two years ago, you know, to just give us a snapshot into her life today. Yeah, I think we also talked about that and her kind of journey with social media, especially since she got pregnant and dealing with like trolls and bullies online and just people that are there for the wrong reasons and how to really utilize like your boundaries to find a healthy relationship with social media. Because I think so many people benefit from her page and the content that she puts out, but at the same time, you can't have the sun without the rain, you know what I mean? So there's yeah. always going to be these people looking to poke at you and attack you. And you do have to have some sort of defense up or otherwise it gets to you. It would get to anyone. So I yeah. appreciate how she kind of walked us through the different stages and how she dealt with that and how she's kind of arrived at the way she uses it now to um, just do what she does and, and ignore the rest. That's right. Love it. I've just, uh, you know, overall in just reflecting on this month so far and what we have ahead and the new projects we have, I'm just so grateful that, you know, we decided, you know, we decided after episode 100 that we were going to bring on past guests because it's been so fruitful. And I think it's really us kind of practicing what we're preaching in regards to building a self-sustaining community. I'm just so proud of, you know, I'm just so proud to, you know, put past guests in the driver's seat and lead us and teach us and, it's great. I really feel a lot of reciprocity in our community. And even with our listeners who, you know, choose to message us privately and disclose so much about their life. I'm just grateful, Nani. And I think that's part of why I have mixed feelings is because I don't want to lose that, (laughs) you know, like, especially in, you know, now that we're entering the holiday season, and this is a very easy time for a lot of people to fall into depression and feelings of loneliness. I almost thought to myself, like, do I really want to stop now? But the truth is, yes, I do. And my whole being is like, okay, we got to take a break. And we, you know, we got to move our, we got to shift our energy over to Chismas with Jen and Nani. And I trust that, you know, whatever feelings that I'm having right now, these insecurities will be taken care of, I guess you can say, and whatever comes next in, in the off season. And I trust that our community will still stay in touch with us in their own way. And of course, Nani, it's not like you and I are going to stop talking in the off season. So I look forward to that as well, <laughs> you know, with you and I continuing to have like our offline conversations and, you know, sharing what's going on in our personal lives with one another and, and leaning against each other. 
yeah, no, we'll always have that. And then again, we'll always be on Christmas with Jen and Nani if you guys want to find us, are curious about what we're doing. And again, trying to be really intentional with the community building that we're doing over there on that platform, reconnecting with past guests and like Jen said, putting them in the driver's seat to teach us and to just see what they're up to today. And just like we did with JL, circle back and continue to promote what they're doing and share those resources with you guys. Yeah, absolutely. And so as a reminder, we want to let you know, like I know we mentioned biasboba.com a million times. We also want to remind you that you, we will still be in touch with you via newsletter. Again, with our personal lives, we don't know how frequently we'll be pushing that out. But if you do want to receive those newsletters, feel free to check out the show notes of this episode to subscribe or, you know, find them on our social media. I often post in there when we do send out a newsletter. And of course, you know, we have our Google voice number, which is 415-484-8329. Again, that's 415-484-8329. We would love for you to shoot us a text, leave us a voice message, or even an audio message. I know that we've had past listeners do that as well. But just as a reminder that even though we are coming to an end with this season and here at the Tifa Project for this year, at least, that we still want to be in community with you. And hopefully those options will, you know, encourage you to stay in touch. So again, that's newsletter, our phone number, as well as biasboba.com. Any other thoughts about that, Nani? No, I'm excited to, you know, take a little break and come back refreshed. And again, we will be back. We don't know in what capacity, but we will be back. And in the meantime, you can find us on Christmas with Jen and Nani. Yes, absolutely. And also in the off season, if you want to just see anything else that Nani and I are doing outside of the project, we have Nani's blog, notesbynani.com. Any, anything you want to share about your blog, Nani? Yay! Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. If you have never been there before, I do a lot of blog posts, mainly around like culture, wellness, mental health, and like relationships. So diving into like relationship politics and things of that nature. And I also recently added a new section for this new journey I'm on called motherhood. And so I share really personal stories there, like my birth story Mm. and my reflections on the first six weeks of being a mom, first four weeks, and just do a lot of like personal documentation there that I so willingly share with the public. So if you want to be nosy and uh, (laughs) read this, then that's where you can find it. Otherwise, yeah, I promote that in the newsletter as well. So at the bottom of the newsletter, you can always find one of my blog posts that is relevant for that week or that newsletter specifically. And otherwise, you can check that out on thebynani.com. And that's Hero. Yeah. And then also for me in the off season, I do host an award-winning podcast show called Holding Down the Fort, which actually right now it is a two-time award nominee. We are currently a finalist again for an award. So I don't know at the time of this recording, I don't know if we were going to win or not, but like, I just, I'm just really appreciative that that show gets a lot of recognition because it is important for me having grown up in the military family to, you know, be an adult today and continue to amplify the stories of military families. And so if you want to listen to another one of my podcast shows, just check out holdingdownthefortpodcast.com. I also get invited to speak a lot. And so if you want to know what my upcoming speaking engagement is, just visit my professional website, thegenamos.com forward slash events, and you'll be able to find me there. I actually am doing an online workshop right now to learn how to become a better storyteller. And we're actually, my classmates and I are having a, a performance 
conference in mid-November, which I'm happy to share probably in our next newsletter. But I'm really excited to do that. As someone who wants to continue to be a good storyteller, I'm really grateful for this opportunity to hone my craft and even do a live performance. So kind of like how I did stand-up a couple months ago, I'm going to be doing a five to six minute story that I'm going to share via Zoom. So I will provide all the details if you all are interested in joining me and hearing me practice my storytelling skills. That's so cool. I love that. I love that you find these like activities or whatever you call them events, like opportunities to work on stuff like this, even though you're already a great storyteller, you don't need it, but (laughs) yeah, for fun, for funsies. Yeah, it's, it's fun. It's therapeutic and it's just a nice way to keep my mind busy. Like I think if there's anything I realize in this entire pandemic is part of what keeps me going is to stay mentally busy. And so I'm really glad that I have this sort of side project and I can be in community with my classmates and and hearing them, you know, craft their stories. But yeah, lots of exciting things. Um, You know, this is partly why Nani and I need to go on break is because we have so many things going on in our lives outside of this. But again, and I will mention this one final time, I promise, if you want to support us and want to continue to be part of our journey and more importantly, stay in community with us, you either can subscribe to our newsletter, you can text us on our phone number, or you can uh, check us out on biasboba.com. Okay, I'm going to just relax now and slow down and just say, Nani, thank you for just this entire journey so far, this season three that we did together since the start of the pandemic. You know that I've been so appreciative of our friendship and our working relationship. And also just to, you know, kind of be at the front seat or front row seats of you becoming a mother. So just thank you so much for co-hosting with me. You have really helped me even on a personal level get through these crazy times and even the craziness of my life in the recent months. And I'm going to miss this. I Obviously, we're going to still talk, but I'm going to just miss like doing these commentaries with you and you know, just thank you. <laughs> thank you for this oh, time. Likewise, likewise. And thank you for, you know, always the opportunity to be here and do things like this. And for our offline conversations, I think that, you know, aside from the TIFA project and even Christmas with Jen and Nani, you and I will always have ties. We'll always keep in touch. We'll always be, you know, close friends, like sisters. And, I hold that really like near and dear to my heart. So I appreciate you and everything that you've helped me get through and just, you know, you being my sounding board a lot of the times when I just need to vent or just need to talk or just want to let something out and not necessarily find an answer. So thank you for being such a great listener. Thank you for always pointing out new opportunities or creating new opportunities for us to work together and further our crafts, you know, both individually in our respective fields and collectively together. So this is by no means the end of our, our work together. I think that, you know, us, our dynamic duo will only continue to evolve and improve and grow and manifest itself in so many different ways outside of even the podcast. So we appreciate all of you guys for, you know, being on this ride along with us. And yeah, again, when we come back, the content that we'll be releasing and kind of the the direction that we take with the show will really depend on you guys and what we hear from you. So let us know. Oh, okay. I feel ready. I feel ready to stop recording (laughs) and and let go. So, you know, thank you again, Nani. And of course, to our listeners for your support, just everything that Nani said, I, I second everything she said, you know, we love you all. We appreciate you all. We see you all. 
we had a recent listener text us and say, thank you for having open communication with your listeners. You know, like it means so much to me to know like that you all value that. So just remember that like we are accessible. We are humans. We, you know, we have lives just like you all. We just happen to record on the show every now and then. <laughs> and we want to continue the sisterhood and the community building, you know, beyond and not just with, not just with our fellow, you know, sisters, but even our Filipino men and anyone else who, you know, feels that they connect to the show. And so, yeah, I'm so happy. I'm grateful. If we don't connect with you all sooner, happy holidays. And, you know, we look forward to, to next year. <laughs> so, yeah. I think, yeah, I think that's it. So, yes, we love you all. Thank you all so much for listening and happy holidays. Happy holidays. Bye.